Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Films on Trial. This week, Project Power. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Joel. And I'm Austin. And just like Project Power, we peak after five minutes. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> that's no. a bad, yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> now, this week's film on trial is the 2020 sci-fi crime superhero action film. I don't all know, true. it's one of them. All, all of them. True. It's all of them. And it is Project Power. So is it a little yellow pill that gives you immense power for five minutes? Or is it a little blue pill that gives you immense power for 50 seconds? Uh, essentially... Is it? <laughs> don't pretend that you don't know what I'm on about. But essentially, is it worthy of a place oh, right. on our questionable hit list, <laughs> or will it be thrown into the depths of our even more questionable shit list? Was it a different colour when you added it, Brucey? <laughs> no. I, if I don't get a joke, I just think it's probably about dicks. So I'll... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes right. when I do get a joke, I wonder whether actually it's a joke about dicks, <laughs> and I just I've just given him too much credit. You kind of up leveled the joke in your own head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, now just to say this will be a very spoilerific episode so if you haven't seen project power yet you can check it out it's free on netflix if you have a netflix subscription or more likely have a family member's account details or you can listen to this episode after you've watched the film or you can just trust our judgments alternatively you can fast forward to our quiz this week brought to us by alex which will start around the 40 odd minute mark i reckon now, before we go on, our last film on trial was Big Fish. Now, Joel judged that trial and deemed that it should be placed on the hit list, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I think. Now, you've since gone away and you've watched the film. What do you reckon? Do you think you made the right call? Um, yeah, I think I made the right call. I enjoyed it. I didn't think I would enjoy it um, because I'd heard so many things, you know, when we were younger saying it was so pretentious and, you know, that I wouldn't enjoy it. But I think when you come to the table with a more mature developed mind you, you enjoy or, it a little or, bit more or, or, or Joel you've become pretentious over the years you know what I mean I think when you hang around with pretentious people it rubs exactly. off on you exactly I've, I've rubbed yeah, off on you got a lot who's, who's probably like the 9 out of 10 pretentious scale and then you Alex who's probably Thank like you. it 8.9 out of 10. Ozzy, you beat me? <laughs> yes. That's Gav, who, who, who kind of, depending on the subject, goes even higher sometimes. <laughs> no, I, I balance myself out because I will happily watch shit like Poltergeist and Bula Quo. Exactly. Uh, now, Joel, what was your favourite part about Big Fish? Yeah. Uh, probably the part about the actual fish was probably <laughs> it was big wasn't it mate yeah, it, it did lie uh, that film sold it to you with the title you knew exactly what it was going to be about and it did disappoint now um, <laughs> on to the bulk of the show this week's film wasn't picked out of the heart at random but instead was picked by us here films on trial as we desperately tried to stay relevant however all of the roles have been picked out of the hat at random. So acting in defense and trying to get this film placed on the hit list will be Alex. Oh, no, it no, won't be. It'll be Ozzy and Joel. No, it'll uh, just be me. I was hoping that... I'm genuinely hoping that I'm on the prosecution here. It's, it's me against <laughs> Ozzy and Alex. The risk of ruining the entire show, I'd really like to be on oh, the prosecution. Oh, yeah. Right, I was going to yeah, uh, ignore ignore all that, right? Like the the defense is just going to be 
Joel. <laughs> 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 now, I, I haven't watched the film, so I could do my little character thing. So instead, I'm going to liken you to superheroes, and that's okay. So um, Joel is a little bit like Ghost Rider, shadowy, moody, often seen on his bike, and you definitely wouldn't want to bump into him down a dark alley. Got a bright red helmet. <laughs> a fiery red. That's the same guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that was that an intentional dick joke or? <laughs> <laughs> no, acting as prosecution. The two female listeners that we've got uh, already. This is terrible. This is terrible. Like, come on, guys, get it together, right? Uh, acting as prosecution and trying to get this film placed on the shit list will be Alex and Ozzy. Now, Ozzy is a bit like Batman. He's very mysterious, yet he leads a very extravagant lifestyle. He dresses in the finest clothes, yet he also wears all black ensembles that he makes himself. He lives in a nice house, but he also looks like he could live in a cave. He's, he's a bit of an enigma. And uh, Alex is just like Professor X. <laughs> Wait. It, 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 it's the way the joke just never fails to get a laugh. It, it, I don't even blame Gav anymore. I blame Ozzy and Joel for this perpetual sodding I, joke. Listen. I, no, I I'm not listening to the punchline. <laughs> no, I, I the punchline is. I am not the type of person to stoop to the lowest joke possible. Oh, right. right. Instead, I'm going to say, uh, he is a bit like Professor X because he is a gentle, nurturing, and much respected teacher with years <laughs> of experience and plaudits. <laughs> but he also, uh, he's also, but he's also bold. <laughs> he's also bold. <laughs> now, um, just like real court advocates, the defence and prosecution will be making the best case for their roles. These may or may not be their real opinions, though. So do stay tuned until the end of the episode to hear their honest thoughts which means this week i'll be playing the judge and i'm a little bit like the toxic avenger a skinny punchable <laughs> maid who smells like toxic waste <laughs> i must decide which list the film should be placed on the hit or the shit based solely on the arguments put to me and not using my own opinion which is good because i haven't seen the film now before we get started i think we should give the listeners a bit of a better understanding as to what this film is about so why don't i spin the wheel of impressions um, I I haven't I've got a new phone since the last time we did this and I haven't even got the, I haven't even got the app. I was thinking oh, it's been bullshit. That's for a while, man. You just put fun out. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, and this week uh, he's landed on Joel. So of course, of course. Joel, uh, <laughs> how would we like um, Joel to read out the synopsis? Um, oh, so it is, no distinguishable. It's a bit of a hard one, to be honest. Um, what about, can you not do, um, it has, what's his face, Gordon Levitt, but from um, a different film, from um, La La Land? That's the same guy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but try that one, because that's hard. Because <laughs> that is a yeah. hard one. Can you please read it out as Joseph Gordon Levitt, as if he was in La La Land? <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. I uh, thought he was the kid that played the piano in La La Land. Mm, Ryan, is that not him? No, that's Miles Teller. Ah, right, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I was totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it, do it as Gordon Levitt. Yeah, just Gordon Levitt singing it like a La La Land song, please. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't even know where to begin on this one, to be honest. You completely... <laughs> Start with Weather Pill. How about I just read it in just a generic... New Orleans. Do you, do, you, do you a accent. New Orleans? Although I think I did that last time, but 
I do the trailer accent. I like All your trailer right. accent. Yeah. When a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, a teenager, dealer, and a local cop must team with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for its creation. <laughs> I miss trailers like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like yeah. them to be back. Yeah. Right, so a teenager, a, a dealer. Teenage, a teenage dealer. Oh, a teenage dealer. Yeah. A, a cop and an ex-soldier. Yeah. yeah. Together. Okay. So Sounds like a lot like a, a terrible joke setup. Hey, have you heard this one? A, a teenage a drug pre- dealer, <laughs> a cop, <laughs> and an ex soldier walk into a bar. I've got a right. feeling this one's going to be easy, Ozzy, to be honest. Like <laughs> yeah. The judge is already taking a piss out of it from the synopsis. <laughs> okay, right. Um, yeah, without further hesitation, allow me to kick off proceedings. Okay, so we're going to start with Joel. Um, so, as the defense, can you tell me a little bit about the script? I mean, I've got a general overview there from the synopsis. Uh, can you flesh it out a little bit more? Tell me, you know, some of the highlights and generally what it's about. Uh, yeah, so it's about this new drug. It's like a little pill and it's called Power. The drug's called Power. Um, and it gives the user a superpower for five minutes, but the superpower is completely unknown. So some people could take it and they might just explode because their superpower like combusts their whole body or um, like one girl takes it and she basically freezes and then kind of shatters. So the superpower is basically unknown, um, but it's hitting the city of New Orleans and obviously in the hands of criminals and that type of thing, it's uh, you know becoming a bit of a problem because you have these super criminals basically um so the synopsis of the story is um jamie fox plays a character who is an ex-soldier uh joseph govan levitt is the uh, local cop and then you have uh, a character called dominique sorry she's called robin but she's played by dominique fishback and she is um she's a young kid who is dealing power um and basically how it works is she supplies power to Joseph Govan Levitz's character, Frank, and he takes it uh, to help, you know, fight crime, essentially. And then Jamie Foxx is a character who is helping on kind of stopping the supply of power getting any further. He wants to find, like, the source um, and he wants to stop it. Uh, but halfway through the film, or a little bit way into the film anyway, um, the police chief sees um, Joseph Gordon Levitt's Frank character get shot in the head, and his superpower is that he has like uh, indestructible skin, basically. So the bullet just bounces off him, um, and obviously the police chief fires him. Essentially, he says like, you know, if you're taking this, you're not, you know, you're not going to be a policeman anymore. So he, he he bargains with him, and he says, I, I want my job. I just want to stop it. So the police chief shows him a picture of um, Jamie Foxx's character art, and he says, "This is the guy that we need to stop. He is the supplier." And obviously, that that's not the case. So you, it kind of goes through the motions that obviously the whole kind of government, police force, or whatever is corrupt, and it becomes uh, a, basically a, a case of these three characters, Art, Frank, and Robin, uh, kind of infiltrating. Uh, where power originally comes from trying to stop it and uh yeah trying to uh get power off the streets because obviously as i said before it's um becoming a little bit of a problem so in terms of the script like it, it's it's pretty basic it, it's kind of what you'd expect from a 
a Netflix action film, really. It's all about the action. Um, so in terms of the story, I wouldn't say it's a, you know, a particularly deep story. I wouldn't say the script is, is that deep either. Um, but there is character development with the characters and the action, obviously. It's called Project Power. It's about it's about taking a pill that gives you a superpower for five minutes. The whole point of this is when you're watching it, you're just wondering, you know, what's this person's superpower going to be and and that type of thing. So obviously it's a great watch when everyone's popping these pills and they all have superpowers, um, you know, just to give you some off the top of my head, like one guy, uh, he, he's basically, he basically becomes like the human torch. So he's like setting everything on fire. One guy's a, a little bit like Wolverine, but kind of not like bones kind of sp- come out from all his body um so i think i think it's explained hey, in now the, he's making dick jokes this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's explained in the film i could be wrong that the powers are all based off animals i could be wrong um uh, but uh yeah so it the, there's loads of interesting superpowers and as i say the, the main draw of this film is the action watching people who are pills up fight each other <laughs> <laughs> hey man just got into liverpool on the side <laughs> uh, joel so you said the other day the netflix action films are all shit uh, is this I the did exception? not say that at all. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Extraction and all you guys shot on it. So. Oh, right, yeah, it was Alex. Okay, right, yeah, Alex. Alex, <laughs> Alex you, you said the other day yeah. that all Netflix action films are shit. Do you yeah, stand they, by that statement? I do stand by that statement. Um, I think uh, I think this had a really good uh, potential, and I think that's what's disappointing about this film, because you can see that it could have been really, really, really good. You know, the script just really lets it down. It's an interesting premise. I mean, it sounds like something a bit people might sort of come up in a pub with, you know, in before last orders, but it's done very, it's done in, in an interesting way for the first little bit. You know, the idea that, you know, people have these powers for five minutes, that's, you know, an interesting way of doing superheroes things. You know, you could think of lots of situations where that'd be interesting, but they never really materialize in the film. And I, I do think like the script massively lets things down. You know, Joel's sort of saying that it's about the action and not the script, but, that's pretty integral because you're talking about the plot. Like um, Robin's character played by, is it Monique Fishback? Monique? Yeah. She's, I'd Fish, say she's... Fishback. Fishback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say she's she's a good actress and I think it's a good start for her. Like it's, it's it, she, she, she did well. But the script just doesn't, can't justify her being there for most of the film. So it's at first she's a drug dealer to a cop and she's a child. And you're a bit like, well, that's that's... That's odd. That's interesting. I wonder where that'll go from there. Doesn't really. Then she gets kidnapped like she's by stealing cocaine, though. Is it? And he's well, yeah, like she's having a, much worse. A bit of crack on the side. <laughs> she's stealing something much, much worse. Um, then, uh, then she's um, then like uh, Jamie Foxx's character is uh, arts uh, is like kidnaps her. All, all okay. Quite interesting dynamic or something like that. And then halfway through the film, she just doesn't need to be in it anymore. It just doesn't make any sense that she's in it anymore. And yet they, she just carries on with them, and they're like, "Oh, all right, we'll take this minor wit along with us." And it just doesn't. It, you just don't quite believe it from then on. Um, th- there's no villain in it. That's a really big thing that's missing in the script. There, there is no villain. Basically, the, the villain that is in it is just comes out with cliches, stuff that you just think would finished in the '80s and people wouldn't do again. And um, he dies about halfway through the film. And you're a bit like, all right, that's interesting. Who else is going to be? The other villain, this sort of South American woman who's interested in buying the drugs, she just runs off and is never seen again. And then there's just no other villain. There's one that's sort of shoehorned in right at the end to just fill, just to basically be like, here's where a villain stands. So that's where she stands. Um, 
And and the, the the last bit where Joel was saying about them sort of um, bringing down the the power and getting power off the streets, that's where the film's at the weakest. I, I'd say like the first third or two thirds of the film are all right. They're, they're, they're kind of interesting, but the payoff is just not there. You end up just in this boat where they're trying to infiltrate it and it becomes like an old Bond film, like really rehashed stuff like Roger Moore sort of infiltrating a base sort of stuff where you're really not interested. It's really not very fun and it's just it's so generic that it, it, it's untrue and, and the last thing i'll say is you know about the powers you only find out about this animals thing you know joel was saying about this animals you only find that out about like midway through the film that they're based on animals and he literally this one is like oh yeah animals like bones coming out of people people can dislocate their um shoulders and and you know you're just like right well i'm gonna see all of those things and you do do you know what i mean it's just like oh i've seen the bones guy do you know what i mean i've seen the one who can dislocate things i've seen i mean jamie fox's power is that he's a shrimp do you know what I mean? and that, he's a shrimp that's where he gets his power from shrimp apparently you're massively can... underselling that. Ah, that's what he said he's a shrimp do you know what i mean like he is the shrimps apparently can like vaporize water or like make it really hot around them to kill prey or something like that and uh that's it's his like power that, um, it's like that fire punch isn't it that's a, um, i can't yeah. remember what that shrimp's called but it's something called like the punching shrimp. shrimp or something yeah it's a, it's stretching it a little it's bit something called far. punchy the shrimp it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's not that's not it's not its latin name but it's, it's it sounds like a scar band from the 90s <laughs> <laughs> or a kid's cartoon yeah. so uh, so joel mentioned that um it's about like fighting the system as well and there's an element of corruption especially in the politics and the police force is is that not an element into it you said that there was no bad guy it's, 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 it's not it's not power the real bad guy here well i mean i think that's kind of what it's touching at but the reality is do you remember um the will smith one what was that called um the wild wild west no, not the Wild Wild West, but yeah, I mean, it could it could Man just have been the Wild Wild West. No, the Netflix one. Um, bright. 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 It's basically Bright, again, but with Jamie Foxx and James Gordon-Levitt instead of um, instead of Will Smith. Right. It's like the same sort of half-assed action movie where they've gone okay. for it, where it could have been really good because there's this subplot about, like, discrimination and, and all of this other stuff, because that's kind of what some of the talk is there is that because it's black America and about how everyone's uh, like being downplayed and and everyone's got a really bad lifestyle essentially because of the government. But it just doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere from there. It doesn't live on it enough. But it, for me, it was, it was okay, basically so it touches on deeper materials that it doesn't then cover. Yeah. But, yeah. But like, so it, it touches, it touches a little down, bit like, like on modern day politics and issues drugs i'd say it definitely you know like the yeah. the idea that because the, there's a big thing and it's true there's you know there's evidence that like crack cocaine was like you know there's these conspiracies and there's kind of facts to prove it that um like the government was implicit in bringing crack cocaine into various ghettos not like they actually like the government sold it but oh, yeah, doing, yeah. you know like the contras yeah. in nicaragua and, and all of these things were basically they were complicit in bringing cocaine and drugs into these areas that impoverished them. And that is touched upon a little bit. Um, and it is one of the more interesting things at the start of the film where you're like, wow, yeah, wow, they're really going for it. And Jamie Foxx is mentoring Manish Fishback and has this really good speech where he's talking about um, 
you know, she's got to find what she's good at because the system's against her. She's a she's a, a black young woman, so everything's. So you're like, wow, you know, it sets itself up well, and then just yeah. doesn't pay it yeah. off. At it all. just became a generic Netflix action. Yeah, very quickly. It, it could have been. It could have been an absolutely brilliant film because actually the three, so Jamie Fox, uh, James Gordon Levitt, uh, and uh, and her, they're actually really good to watch. They just got a shit film to to be in, like so. They they're the only thing carrying it. Okay, uh, so Joel, are they the only thing carrying it? Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the actors and the cast, um, and the characters that they're portraying, please? Well, I mean, it, they are essentially, they essentially are the film. I mean, we do have you know a few kind of added extras. You know, you've got like the police chief. And then you do have, um, Alex said there's no bad guy, and that's kind of true, but essentially um, what it turns out to be is it's actually the, the government that are manufacturing power and they are trying to sell it to other countries. Um, so they want to... Um, so they are essentially using the drug as like a, a testing kind of subject in New Orleans. So they're putting it out on their streets um, and they're able to monitor what happens to the people that take it um, through, you know, whatever means they've done whatever to the drug, added whatever to the drug. So they could see what happens to each person that takes it, essentially. So they're basically using um, power as a kind of test site in New Orleans. And then they plan to ship that out to to the wider, uh, you know, world. So you do have kind of these scenes where uh, there's some kind of government, you know, kind of typical villain people who are, you know, showboating it to um, other other countries or other drug lords kind of thing. Uh, like there's this one bit in particular where um, they're all kind of set round. It's like a big glass cage and it's all bulletproof glass and stuff like that. And they put a woman in there and they give her a pill and they just says, you know, watch what happens. And she's the one who kind of turns into ice and she's like spraying ice everywhere and she makes like hearts on the what window. Animal and, turns and like into icicles. Ice? <clears throat> uh, well, it's not like... What animals that based on? It's like they can change the thermal... Yeah, it's like they thermal regulation or something yeah. like that. So she, oh, right, she okay. Um, uh, so, so yeah. Um, in in terms of the characters, as I say, it it is mostly based on those three characters, um, and they they do quite well. I think they all have uh, you know a good relationship. I think the the only thing that I would say is that you know there probably isn't enough time to develop them as much potentially as as I'd like. Like, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx's character, Art, he is kind of, as I mentioned before, he is kind of uh, somebody who Joseph Govan Levitt's Frank wants to take down because his police chief lied to him and said he's the bad guy. But when he catches up to him, obviously Art explains to Frank that, you know, he's not the bad guy, the government is. And kind of, uh, you know, Frank just accepts that on face value and that type of thing. But it's it's typical, you know, action, fast-paced thing. You know, we haven't got time to discuss everything in depth. Let's just move along to the next next action set piece. And it, it, I think Jamie Foxx does it really well. Um, you know, he's kind of this like cold-hearted. He he, he won't, you know, it, whatever gets in his way to the to his end goal, which is basically to save his daughter. Um, 
you know, he, he, he just kicks ass, but basically whatever gets in his way. And, you know, like Alex said, his superpower is a shrimp, you know, and I said, he, he's massively underselling it. He basically has <laughs> the most powerful power of them all. Like, um, you know, it is something about like the shrimp that can like vaporize. Yeah. It moves so fast. It like vaporizes water or something like that. But essentially Jamie Foxx shoots everything from his hands and like whatever's in his way, just literally disintegrates. Um, but because it's so powerful, it comes at a cost, like he essentially dies when he takes the pill. Uh, because his daughter is, um, I'm not sure, his daughter's like the key to um, prolonging the effects. Like the government wanted to prolong the five minute thing to have it like indefinitely. Uh, so they were taking blood out of his daughter or something like that. And she was, he took the pill to save everyone. And then at the end, she uh, uses like her blood or abilities or whatever to save him. Um, so so they take care they take care of DNA. Bonkers. Well, it's, well, they take it is it, bonkers, uh, yeah, but you know, it, it's pure, <laughs> it's pure action. And that's the best thing about it. You've got all these powers going off and, you know, this, the story, the script, all that type of stuff plays, plays second fiddle. Okay. Um, Alex, can you tell me a little bit more about this blood daughter? Yeah. Your it, thing? That, 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 that's what, that's what I find. That's what I found disappointing about it. So, you know, it does. It sets up the world at the beginning, but then it doesn't really do a very good job at the world building. I think that's the biggest problem with the film is the world building, and it just it sort of tumbles into quite generic actiony film stuff. Just, just like action by numbers film at the end, where you've got you know Jamie Foxx's motivation turns out that he wants to save his daughter, and you you know when you find that out in the film, you're a bit like. Uh, really? Do you know what I mean? Just, just trying to save his daughter, you know, like taking like all like just hundreds of films. Okay. And then he dies and then his daughter magically can bring people back to life. And it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, so you have that scene where he's dead and she's going, daddy, come back. And you know, you oh. honestly, you're just like, come on. Like, I can't so watch she, this scene again. Power to, yeah. To bring, the, I don't know what I don't, take pills for. It. I don't know why. And, and it's not well, very well the, explained. Yeah. Well, she's the thing where they take the DNA from. So, like, it's meant to be about... Um, How did they figure that out in the first place? Well, because he was in the army and he was part of, like, an experiment. So part of the whole thing is that... Oh, right. His old input is that he was being tested upon as a soldier. And then um, he had and a child, was, and that child yeah, was... Yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, it's not massively well explained. It's the problem. It's, like, it's something that could be explained. And most of, my, like, my knowledge of that has had to come through trying to trying to help explain it you know in 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 reading about it you know there's so much that comes in interviews rather than from the film is the yeah. problem it had so much it really did sound like it could have been so much better um but it just doesn't touch it's like alex was saying as it becomes generic action uh, instead of touching upon some of these more interesting uh, facets that they could have done like it could have been a really good touch about uh, science and about how it has to be you know kept control of and you know maybe not regulated but how we can quickly um go too hard on being you know the, the god project type stuff and um and it just wasn't it just didn't do that okay so, uh, alex like the, the the problem like it can't do any of that because you just basically don't believe in what it's in in the world that it's trying to set up you know it doesn't it doesn't say who's designed the drug and why. I mean, it does these quick little explanations. So you could say, oh, no, it's this and this and this, but you don't feel it in the film. Do you know what I mean? You don't really know why. There's these suits people that keep going around and, like, 
stopping Joseph Gordon-Levitt from getting, you know, from justice. So every time there's a project power, like there's a power thing where someone uses uses it, the suits come in and stop the police from, you don't really like, well, why are the suits stopping that? Like, why are they doing that? Like what, you know, why, 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 why constantly? And because it's not fleshed out enough and you're just spending so long sort of just watching these actiony bits, you just don't believe that anything's actually happening. So it just takes away from the action. Yeah. And it just becomes just a premise then. It, it is just a premise of, oh, this is a five, five. And, and all the stuff about, you know, the, the maybe crack cocaine analogy, the thing about, you know, young black women and, you know, finding your place. And, and even his daughter, you just don't believe in any of it because, you know, it, yeah. It, it, and, and the acting... I'd agree with Joel and say like Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and especially Mo- uh, Monique Fishback. They're all strong. Like, they're all good actors. But the script, there's like a lack of humour throughout it that just means they haven't got much to work with. And, you know, like, I mean, I know I keep coming back to the shrimp thing. Do you know what That's I mean? That's the funniest but, bit. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> come on, just spend a bit, spend a bit less time yeah. with those like going through a ship going like, oh, there's a, you know, I'm hiding and I'm not hiding. And, you know, spend a bit less time doing that. And have a joke about the shrimp. Do you know what I mean? That, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been a good bit. It could have been funny. But... Just a little bit of humour in Yeah, don't, don't take it so It was seriously. all very serious. The, yeah. the, the jokes that are there don't really land. There's like knowing in jokes. So like talking about, oh, it's we're just like Batman and Robin. You know, when talking to James oh, yeah, Gordon-Levitt, yeah. obviously he was Robin. Right. Can and... I just stop everybody? Right, right. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right. Not James Gordon-Levitt, not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> what what I said? Gordon-Levitt, I'm... you said Joseph. <laughs> I said Joseph. All, all of I... you have just messed up his name completely. <laughs> Didn't even know. I remember this. I kept thinking of James Gordon. James Gordon, I was thinking of. James Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> now that's an actor you don't want to see on the screen. Right, I'm sorry for interrupting you, Ozzy, but that's about that's about as funny as it was. It could well have been James Corden. <laughs> that's the level. I, that is a heinous, a heinous accusation. <laughs> Joel, Joel, um, Austin is saying that this film doesn't have any real decent humour in it. I mean, what is the script like? Uh, are there those sort of like uh, lighter elements in it? You know, the sort of like humour injected throughout to make it a little bit less serious and a bit more fun? No, not really. It's not that type of film. You know, it's not like when, you know, like an icicle goes through somebody, you know, they don't look at each other and be like, yeah, he got iced or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a lot more kind of serious in terms. So it's, and... it's more like Batman versus Superman instead of Thor Ragnarok, something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And that's what makes you think that it could it could well have been a good film. It could have been quite gritty, like L.A. Noir-esque effort, you know, like a sci-fi thing, but it just it just didn't. It just became action. I think it's more Netflix trying to capitalize on us all being indoors still and no cinema releases. And yeah. it's like, let's just get stuff out. The more stuff we can have, the more money we can make. So um, yeah, okay. or, or, or the, I think there was a really good ending. This is my personal conspiracy theory. I think it's a really good ending, and then the Netflix execs were like, "No, <laughs> like no, we're not having them die. No, we're not having them. No, we're doing this, and we're gonna have a bit on a boat, and the boat's gonna fucking blow up, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's, I, I that's think gonna... I think to give Netflix credit, I think it's a film that they've bought, so I think it's oh, okay. been made by somebody else, and then 
they sorry, sorry Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those things where maybe it was supposed to come out to the cinema, but obviously with everything being pushed back, Netflix had bought it and released it. Yeah, to, as Ozzy said, to capitalize on stuff. Um, but okay, so we're talking a little bit about the script, and we've spoken about you know like how there might not be that much humor in it. We've spoken about the characters. At the end of the day, this is an action film, and I can forgive an action film for having like you know gaps or you know a weaker script or characters if it's got good action so you know if it if it's an action film and you're expecting lots of explosions and fights and it delivers on that then you know it can't be forgiven for uh, missing other things out joel what is the action like in this it's it's good it's very unique you know as you'd expect a pill that gives you a power for five minutes so as i said before you're constantly kind of wondering you know what power you're going to see next it starts off with the um kind of drug dealer who is like you know the human torch um then you have kind of various other kind of superpowers which are shown you know throughout the film and then you have the the ends sequence on the boat and that is essentially a whole bunch of kind of set pieces if you like in one uh, so everyone has kind of like their own little one-on-one battles and eventually it kind of ends up with um with art and when he pops his pill and he basically disintegrates everybody it's not like um i wouldn't say it's like a huge budget film because you know there's no like absolutely huge explosions going off i wouldn't say you know there's there's massive set pieces like you know on like a highway loads of cars you know flipping over or anything like that it's all very confined so it's in like ship corridors or house corridors or anything like that um but the effects are very good you know something like this will kind of hinge and you know fall if you like on the effects and the effects are all all very very good especially um you know the the powers where people go on fire or they turn into ice or they have bones coming out of them you know all really good and as i say part of the fun of of this film is definitely wanting to see more of these powers and i think potentially one of the downsides is that you 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 know you probably want to see more of them um so i think in that regard you know the action did a really good job of making you want to see more um so i think if they did do a sequel which you know, is entirely possible um you know i think people would would lap it up just as much as they have with this one okay. i give it this i give it this the fire effects in this were so much better than eli <laughs> 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 okay. it was um i i i like i had to give it with joel and that is that actually like some of the the first action scene comes like the first big action scene comes about an hour in and that's pretty weird like it's a really odd angle that you're watching that at. it's that's quite an interesting take um that that they've done there which which i think you know i think they've tried to be interesting with it and where joel's saying there's no huge huge scenes that's kind of what adds to the grittiness that i think they were going to the you know the new orleans um you know that you're, you're dealing with like drug dealing you're, tr- you're trying to look at something that's a big it is grittier it's dirtier it's grimier and um and i think they do that by not having huge huge like fast and furious type scenes i think they capture that pretty well it's quite well shot um it's just okay but it's not like it, it isn't fast and furious it definitely doesn't justify the like 85 million well, I think you know you got to remember the like CGI is very expensive, yeah. and yeah. it does sound like there's a lot of it. You know, people going on fire and growing bones out their arms and such. Uh, I don't imagine a lot of that will have been done with practical effects. Alex, 
Uh, <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> I'd, uh, I, I'd, I'd give, like, the CGI is good. Like, it is, you know, at no point do you not believe it. And, um, you know, the powers are done well. So, like, the flame one is done interestingly, like, the, the you know, with the sparks and stuff. It's, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, the problem with it is, uh, again, it's a... Because you... I'd say, again, just because you don't believe in the world does make the action less... Um, interesting and less sort of visceral i'd say sometimes the action scenes actually just to stay on the positives are quite well directed as well especially the one when she's in the ice in that little rink there are some interesting shots the problem is again is it's just this lacking the potential i just feel like you could have had a bit more of that going on especially in the last third half of the film and also you've got this bit where the the powers only last five minutes so there's a lot of tension you could have played with in that that the film never goes for. And I was really expecting there to be, you know, like time is clicking down to when the power is going to end oh, yeah. and then you don't, and or, or like an interesting one where someone then throws you another pill and then you, you add on, because you see that at the beginning, someone ODs because they take too much. So if someone kept taking pills, what would effect would that have? You know, and all these things where you're like, oh, that's interesting, interesting. And the film just doesn't do it. It kind of just sticks to them just as as powers that last five minutes and that's it. And and you're a bit like you're a bit disappointed. And Jamie Foxx's shrimp firepower at the end <laughs> is, is definitely a bit of a Deus Ex Machina. It's be, it's basically just he pops a pill and problem solved. Do you know what I mean? It, it's a yeah. bit like or he mm, dies. He dies. Yeah, I mean problem problem solved. <laughs> bit of a trade. Yeah, <laughs> except for him. Yeah, for those, but, yeah, but then he's brought back. So he, he essentially is yeah, like he's he's like Superman, isn't he? He's as like long as he's got his daughter nearby. It, it's it, just like how, how are we going to get out of this jam? Oh, this yeah. guy can do anything. <laughs> One line is just atomic bomb that right. you know that he can uh, direct anywhere he wants. So, so I'd say yeah, the the action isn't you know it's like the performances. I'm not going to say that everything's terrible in this film. You, you're just expecting it at some point. You're going to be like, oh, later on we'll see that with the five minute thing. That oh no, it didn't. You know, and right, why didn't that happen? You know, it, it just it runs out of ideas. Considering it's got such a good initial premise, is so good. It, it doesn't have that many good ideas towards the end. Okay, and um. Anything additional you want to cover, Joel? Um, um, maybe the direction, the soundtrack? Um, it doesn't really have a soundtrack, to be honest. You know, I can't remember any scenes where there's music, you know, playing in the background or anything like that. It would probably just be the title and the closing sequences. But I think the cast is Great pretty... fun, by the way. <laughs> yeah, great fun. Yeah, good fun. <laughs> I think the cast is pretty diverse, obviously. Um, you know, whatever opinion that you you know come away with on this film you know i think the general consensus is that you know dominique fishback did a very good job you know she's a young black girl who, who looks to have you know like a very good uh you know career in front of her and this film has, has given her you know the opportunity to show that uh obviously jamie fox as well very good but even like the support and cast you know you've got a lot of you know different ethnic groups and things like that represented in that in this film and i think that's been you know, one of the positives that have come out of some of the other reviews that I've read is, is that, you know, it is very diverse. And the issues that they did try and touch on, you know, whether they did it successfully or not, you know, they did attempt to do it with the whole kind of drugs thing, uh, you know, post Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans and that type of thing. Um, you know, so so they were trying to, you know, portray like a maybe a positive message. Um, it, it's up to, you know, whoever watches it to decide whether they got that from it but i do think it's it's obvious you know i don't think anyone's going to watch this and be like oh yeah you know they're not going to take uh you know you're not 
going to not understand the link between power and you know maybe normal drugs like cocaine like alex says and addiction and that type of thing i think it's all very obvious and uh you know from that point of view it's, it's quite well done really okay and anything else you would like to add ozzy no, no, no. I think Joel touched on every bit of negative that I wanted to mention. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I think I've, I've said enough. Yeah. Okay. And Alex? Just, I, I'd, I'd kind of agree with Joel. I just think for me, the, the annoying part of the film was that it promised something it then didn't deliver. So, what yeah, you're going to say, everything Joel said, but in a negative way. <laughs> in a negative way. <laughs> <laughs> just put no in front of all of it. Uh, uh, yeah, just, just, just you know, because at first you are like, this is really interesting, a film that's actually going to deal with, like, you know, drugs and, and in New Orleans is an interesting place to set it. Referencing Katrina, another really fascinating thing to talk about. That's really good then we're just on the boat and we're running away from bad guys and we're blowing them up and we're chasing and then we fall over and we get knocked out and then I'm getting taken hostage and then you're taken hostage and then we, and then we get, and then we're all fine. And it's like, oh, really? You know what I mean? Like yeah. to, to set it up so well and then just to give us a, just such a generic end was more disappointing almost than if it had just had a generic beginning, I think like extraction, you know? Okay. Um, thank you very much guys. I, I'm going to think about the verdict here. So while I'm doing that, Alex, do you have a nice quiz for us, please? I do have a nice quiz for us. Um, right, so this one, I feel like we've done so many superhero quizzes that I decided to do one about drugs instead. Okay, nice. So, <laughs> this is all about uh, drugs in films. So um, so first question is, where is train spotting set? Uh, Glasgow. <laughs> Incorrect. Edinburgh. Uh, it is Edinburgh. You'd think it was Glasgow, <laughs> but it's not. It's yeah. actually Edinburgh. I know. Yeah. Right, Gav, that actually le- allows you now to get some to get five points here. You ready? Oh, fucking hell no. Uh, right. I will give you five more points if you can name the characters that are on that iconic train. Oh, Jesus poster. Christ. Um, so, Renton. You need all five to get the five points. Oh, oh fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Renton. Renton. Yep. Sick boy. Yes. Um Frank, what was his name? Uh, his can, first can I say name? Frank? Oh, name? Fucking hell! Um, oh, oh, what's it begin with? An R? Does it begin B- with an R? B. Oh fuck it! I don't know. Uh, Spud. Spud. Yeah, you two away. Um, uh, it was the, the girl. Was, who else is the Jamie B- McDonald? Oh, the girl. B- 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 Brigsby. Oh no, I'm not going to oh, give it Bigby. to you. Begby, bullshit. And Diane, do you know what? I'm going to give it you. Yeah, fair, fair enough. That was that was impressive. I'm Jesus Christ, Beg, Begby, fucking hell! I wouldn't have Begby. remembered that to be honest. Um, yeah, no. Uh, well done, Gav. And it is yes. I always forget. I always think it's Glasgow as well. Right in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, um, both uh, Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro have a very bad trip inside a carousel within a casino does anyone remember what drug they are on that puts them on that bad trip meth lst i'll see i was gonna say lsd it seems like the only thing it could be but i've not actually seen the uh the film oh, so classic you should you should definitely yeah. check that one out ether it is ether that uh, they are on during okay the uh in limitless does anyone know what the name of the drug is called uh, Very hard, this one. I haven't even seen it. Okay. Does anyone know? Uh, oh, go on. Uh, what's it begin with? 
And it's more of a, it's like a code. Oh, NZT. A, hey, going to give it to Joel. Well done. Oh, not bad. Uh, what does NZT48 do, Joel? Uh, just to unlocks the rest of your brain, doesn't it? To like exactly full potential. Right. Exactly right. Well done. Too. Like, like in the Matrix. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly like Viagra. Unlocks <laughs> <laughs> your potential. Uh, <laughs> how, many, how many feature films did Cheech and Chong make? Cheech and Chong. Three for Gav. Seven. Seven for Joel. Five. Five. Joel gets it. There was nine. Oh, wow. There were more than that, actually, but these are just the primary Cheech and Chong films. So well done, Joel. Uh, in Batman Begins, what is the fear toxin Scarecrow uses made from? Uh, oh, it's from a flower. Um, Anyone give me more information than that from a purple flower it's from that one in the mountains isn't it where mm, yeah. bruce wayne goes a, and gets it's it it's a betting purple it's, flower. all right i'm gonna give i'm gonna give both of you both of you one for that uh, it's a rare blue flower on a, on a tibetan oh, mountain shit, it's blue. what is the method of drug taking uh in a clockwork orange in through um, the rectum it isn't through the rectum but that would have been that would have been a better film and I wish Keith <laughs> like, thought of that I don't know eye drops I can't I thought eye it was drops. in your eye but I don't know I thought it went in your eye but no nope. oh no isn't it like um, like a hippie incense stick not a hippie incense oh, stick no it isn't they have it with milk. They put it in the milk and drink it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never guessed it. Um, right, uh, next one. In Requiem for a Dream, one film that will definitely never make you want to take any drugs. Um, what does the character Sarah, the mother, become addicted to? Dancing. <laughs> it is dancing and chocolate cake she can't, she can't, can't stop herself <laughs> sugar she just uh, uh, yeah. um, Hallmark Christmas movies <laughs> not quite Mark um, Warburg there's, there's three isn't it isn't it three drugs oh. heroin so it's either heroin cocaine it's not heroin is it the diet mother. pills it is diet pills. Well done. I'm oh, nice. oh, well, done, pills. well done, Aussie. Fantastic. She's used them to try and get on her because she might be invited onto a quiz show, so she tries to lose weight. And, the last, that question, out. <laughs> and the last question. <laughs> only Aaron Aronofsky <laughs> uh, Does anyone know the name of the drug in Equilibrium? Oh, the first oh, Christian Bane. Oh, uh, I can't even remember there being a drug in Equilibrium. There is a drug in Equilibrium. Does anyone? All right, the name of it is Prosium. Can anyone tell me what the effects are? It's pretty integral to the uh, to the plot of Equilibrium. I don't remember there being a drug. Oh, um, oh yeah, it, it makes you completely unemotive. Yeah, it makes yes, you just. It, like, does. Yeah. Oh, it does. That's the one. It, yeah, it suppresses your emotions. Uh, there's actually a side effect though, weirdly, because uh, what happens when you don't take the effect? Uh, take prosium you could become really pretentious apparently because <laughs> <laughs> all, all of the people start reading yeats and like enjoying chintzy armchairs and stuff like that that they hide behind like no one you know it made me think when i was writing the quiz like if if i was not taking prosium a poster of like Buffy the Vampire <laughs> do you know what I mean? like Rick and Morty and do you know what I know mean? so yeah. yeah so apparently the problem is yeah like, <laughs> with someone in the same room and you'd be in your underpants playing on, yeah, yeah. on the computer just, you'd have like a poster of like Everton night. <laughs> don't look at me don't play FIFA don't look at me 
Whereas, yeah, whereas everyone who doesn't take the drug just becomes quite pretentious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm afraid I, I screwed the quiz up quite early on by giving Gav six points. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you win, Gav. Well done. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so we went from needing all five to get one point to getting six points. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so thank you very much for that, Alex. Very good quiz. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about the verdict. Uh, yeah, listened to everything you had to say, and I'm going to try and make this one quick. I think it's, I, I think it had a lot of good potential, and I think Alex and Ozzy said a number of uh, real world issues and politics were covered at the very beginning, but just not touched upon again. And that seemed to be the same with sort of story points as well and character arcs. So add all that up together, even if the action was completely outstanding, it still, I don't think, would mean that it goes onto the hit list. I think it just sounds a bit... It doesn't sound terrible. It just sounds a bit average. So I don't think it's it's really hit list material. So I think it's I think it's forgettable. If anything, yeah. it's I not. It's, it's just like, the same yeah. line as bright. bright. Same line be, as bright. Same as line as extraction. Yeah, and it should be placed on our prestigious hit hit list next to <laughs> Crossroads <laughs> Airport. <laughs> That's so, an action movie. Yeah. That is an action. Movie. So unfortunately, I'm going to place it on this shit list. I'm sorry. Oh, you have to put oh, that in later. You can put that. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Okay, right. So, honest opinions. Uh, Joel, what was your honest opinion? What do you think? Uh, I think it's one of them, which is probably 10% either side of, you know, 50%, you know, whatever individual looks at <laughs> <What>? it. What? <laughs> I don't think, I mean, like, you know, it could go either average. Way. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, either going to be yeah. 40% or 60%, depending on the individual. You know, I don't think it, anyone's going to absolutely love it, and I don't mm. think anyone's going to absolutely hate it. I do think it was okay. a missed opportunity. You know, like I said, there were just things that they just completely skipped over, like when... Uh, when Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, meets Jamie Foxx and he's, you know, men to take him in and then Jamie Foxx basically goes, no, you don't want to take me in. You yeah. know, the, the government are the bad guys here and, and he basically goes, all right, I'm with you here. If, if you're sure. <laughs> you know, he takes no convincing, like, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of story points which are skipped over, but I reckon they will potentially make a sequel because I think it's it's been quite successful already. Okay. And... Um... Alex? I think it's perfect timing for the film. A bit like Artemis Fowl, do you know what I mean? How that just got dumped in Disney and, you know, that's the only way it was going to get watched. Project Power is much better than Artemis Fowl. Like, I, but I agree with Joel, what he was saying. It's just just not enough to, to make it fun. And Maybe they could I, put that on the cover, much better than Artemis Fowl. <laughs> yeah, a bit better. Mo- mo- mostly yeah. better than Artemis Fowl. And, uh, yeah, it just, I, I think... I think it's a victim of its own premise just because you just think it's going to be so much more interesting than it turns out to be. And, uh, yeah. you know, in, in, in a way, that's a, that's almost not its fault, is it? You know, it, it just couldn't sustain its own interest. But, yeah, it, yeah. I, I'd, have, I'd have put it on the shit list. It just, almost because it doesn't live up to its own um, promise. Yeah, the same for me. I just, it just doesn't live up to the, car- the cast. It's just not yeah. a film worthy of the cast. The cast are, yeah. are all really good and the film is just not. 
it okay. just needed to be sat down and everyone needed to like sort through stuff a bit more like you know just the plot points and the things and the ideas like it wouldn't i don't think it, a couple of days if you just got the writers together and like you know like no you can't leave the room until it makes sense you know <laughs> <laughs> and, then it, and then all the rest of it would have fallen into place there are a few bits where like there's this one bit where um i can't remember the character's name but he's one of the henchmen and the pill he takes basically makes him you know like really strong and muscly and stuff and he's like punching through doors in the uh in the ship and um he, the two main characters uh jamie fox and joseph gordon levitt's like you know fight him and one of them just shotguns in and i was thinking <laughs> like oh you know he's probably gonna heal himself you know because yeah. that was over in about 10 <laughs> seconds and he's just dead. No, it is, isn't he right? Yeah. He's just like, like dumb, dumb, what's going to happen when he gets to the. He was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in some ways, that was refreshing as the yeah. people yeah. then become, um, you know, super crazy. Well, um, what, what, you know, weirdly enough, when you were talking about it, one thing I really liked is like half of New Orleans didn't get blown up. Like I hate it in action films, you know, like Rampage yeah. and ones like that now where like yeah. just indiscriminate slaughter happens at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, everyone's just like, well, we're okay. So that like, we're going to chalk, chalk we that up to a happy ending. You know, we save, well, um, we save the city as it burns. So I, well, I did actually thing, enjoy that. One thing that swung for me as well was that you said that there's no uh, elements of time as well that's what i thought like what what's the point of having just you know that very very definite time period of oh, it's only minutes. five minutes and then not to the second really experiment well. to the yeah. second of five minutes like yeah it's, so yeah it's not really because it'd be like oh yeah around five minutes yeah you know, but now it's like no five minutes and that's it <laughs> and then they don't really you know i, I thought it was gonna be like that, that. Yeah. you like you're trying to like like do something you're trying to beat as many people yes. and you're like shit I've only got 10 or, seconds I need to punch this like the guy. final battle it's like whoa and like yeah, and, and then he smashed <laughs> in the face I mean, you know yeah. what I mean because they, they use, use it once yeah. though don't they because yeah, um, yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt yeah. gets shot at the end after his powers run out so he's got like a gunshot wound <laughs> but there's this bit where he says to um, where he says to uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter, he's like, "Can you cure gunshot wounds?" And she just laughs. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they all go. And it then the film like at ends. the end of a Scooby Doo episode. They all go, "Ha ha 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 ha!" You know, <laughs> gunshot wounds. Ha ha ha! He's he's driving the boat, but he's shot. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Joel, Joel, have you got any pants on? I just feel like you're trying to. Uh, <laughs> Tice me. <laughs> um, okay, so higher or lower than our previous film on trial, which was Big Fish, which scored 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's got to be lower. So I'm going to go for I haven't actually looked to high fifties. I'm going to say above 50. Okay. Uh, well, actually, Joel's estimate before was all right. Yeah, 10% either way, 50. It's actually 60%. So well done, Joel. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. So. Um, I, I forgot to put stuff up on Twitter, so there's no caption contest this week, so apologies. Um, but I will say that the next film hasn't been picked out of the hat either. It's once again been picked by us, and we're going to do a current film, and we're going to do Tenet, which um, I haven't read too much about. I think it's a biopic of David Tennant, the um, Doctor <laughs> Who actor. Anyway, the roles have been picked out of the hat at random, though. So in the role of defence, it's going to be Joel. In the role of prosecution, it's going to be myself and Alex. And that means that Austin is going to be the judge. So, yeah, just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to this episode. If you like the episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And why not leave us a lovely five-star review on Apple Podcasts? Just spread the warm love that is Films on Trial in as many years as possible. Uh, check us out on Twitter, at Film Trials, and 
every other social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Film Charles. No, Films on Charles. Yeah. It's been too long since I said it. Films on Charles. <laughs> and, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, Project Power is a shit, and we will be in your ears next week with Tenet. Goodbye. Goodbye.